Well, as promised in a previous episode, I'm going to share a draft chapter with you from the book that I'm working on. Working title is Reclaiming Your Power, Freedom, and Future. Um, Stay tuned for the rest of 2022 if you want to hear more of the chapters as I complete them. I'm going to be sharing them in my newsletter, newsletter newsletter.invinciblecareer.com, and here in the podcast as well. This is Invincible Career, and I'm Larry Cornette. By the way, if you don't follow me on social media, um, I've talked about doing something a little fun this year, kind of a treasure hunt, scavenger hunt, but basically I'm going to be, you know, either asking a question or having some kind of an exercise that people can do to win prizes. And, uh, it could be a gift card. It could be a free coaching call could be free access to my career community, things like that. So it's going to be all kinds of fun stuff. Um, and I may ask the question in my newsletter. So, uh, you have to be a subscriber, go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com and I'll ask the question in the body of the email that you receive. Or I may ask it in the version of the newsletter online in the article. And again, that's at newsletter.invinciblecareer.com. So it's not too hard to find. Or I might ask the question right here in the podcast. And yeah, to be totally transparent, I'm trying to gain more subscribers, more readers. And uh, I'd rather do something like this and and give you all prizes versus paying some for an ad campaign with Facebook or Google, I'd rather give you something fun than give money to those companies. Cause you know how I feel about that anyway. So there will be one going out today. Yeah. Uh, and the good thing is this podcast goes out before the newsletter hits people's inboxes. So you could still subscribe. If you're not an email subscriber to my newsletter, you hear this, you could go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com and subscribe for free and you'll get the email in time to play the game. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Enough about that. Let me go ahead and dive into the draft chapter from my book. So as I mentioned, and I, I think I talked about this last week, I want to use my newsletter and this podcast to hold myself accountable to be a bit of a forcing function to make me write this book that I've been working on for years. Um, cause I have draft chapters. I have the outline, you know, everything that I've been working on, but I just haven't been able to carve out time to finish it. And that's what I talked about last week was making the calendar your friend. So I am committing to using this time to share the work with you. And it will be advice and lessons and things that I've learned working as a corporate employee, being a leader in the corporate world, uh, managing teams, coaching people for the last several years, coaching leaders and employees and business owners. They're going to be useful lessons in and of themselves. And I hope that you can get some value out of this and, and enjoy it before the book comes out. So let me go ahead and dive into this very first chapter, a bit of an intro. 
So uh, this is a quote. It's like, no, I won't be promoting you. JB sat in stunned silence on the video chat. They hoped their face wasn't revealing their surprise and disappointment. But I thought I was on track for one this cycle. My previous manager was happy with my performance and said they were going to put me up for a promotion this year. The manager frowned. Yeah, well, they're gone now. And I don't have any paperwork to support that. But, you know, let's see how things go this year, okay? The call ended. JB was shocked, slumped down in the chair and stared at the laptop screen. All of that extra hard work this year for nothing. How could this happen? Everything had been fantastic working for the previous manager. JB had enjoyed years of significant raises and steady promotions. Their career was on an amazing trajectory. But that all changed in the blink of an eye. The wonderful manager left the company for a great new opportunity. The resulting reorg placed a new leader in the role JB had expected to grow into. The relationship with this new person was already rocky. And they just didn't seem to click. So now what? Unfortunately, this type of vulnerability is all too common. I've experienced it before, and many of my coaching clients have run headfirst into the brick wall of an unexpected reorg. When it happened to me, I promised myself that I would never be that vulnerable again. I had focused on one career path in one job at one company, reporting to one great boss. It was good. But it all fell apart in an instant on a Friday afternoon. I can still remember that. (laughs) Licking my wounds, I grew wiser and stronger. I learned to recognize the signs. I built better relationships and more powerful partnerships across organizations and, most importantly, outside the walls of the company. I created backup plans, a clear vision for my future, probably for the first time, and a roadmap to get there. I pumped energy into my networking flywheel and promised myself never to let it spin down into an idle state again. And that happens all too often. Many years later, I began building a new coaching practice, that's Invincible Career, and I built it to help others avoid the mistakes I had made. More often than not, people learn lessons the hard way. And they get burned by vulnerabilities they're not even aware that they have. But it is possible to avoid some, or maybe even all, 
of the unfortunate pain and setbacks. So I want to help you eliminate your vulnerabilities in your work and your life, which is why I coach ambitious people and started writing this book that I'm sharing with you. When you create what I call an invincible career, you are in charge of your professional destiny. You steer the ship instead of being a powerless passenger who is at the mercy of your employer's unexpected decisions, the whims of a bad boss, or the chaos of economic uncertainty. Now, I wish bad bosses didn't exist, but they do. I'm sure you've had a few. They probably always will. The sad fact is about one in two people, like 50%, have quit a job to escape a miserable manager. I mean, that's terrible. I've encountered my fair share of terrible leaders and heard the horror stories from my clients too. I've been shouted at by executives, cursed at by CEOs. That was fun. And called every name in the book by unpleasant coworkers. I had a few. I've been threatened, both verbally and physically. <laughs> yes, believe it or not, one leader threatened to fight me, physically fight me, after a meeting. I was like, are we in grade school again? What's going on here? Some of my clients have endured verbal abuse emotional bullying, and again, believe it or not, physical attacks too. Who knew that you could have equipment thrown at you in a white-collar job? I've worked blue-collar. I spent time in the military. I've had a lot of, let's say, somewhat violent interactions in those jobs, in labor work. You wouldn't think in a white-collar job going into a fancy office a tech job that someone would throw something at you. But hey, it happens. I think we've all had the experience of incompetent leaders being hired, promoted, or moved into roles where they proceeded to run the organization into the ground. I've experienced it more than one time. None of this is acceptable. But it does happen. And the company won't always have your back. Yes, I do have a few amazing friends in HR, human resources, and legal. But most of the people in those organizations are there to work for the company. They don't work for you. I know HR says they do but they support the company. They provide legal air cover and they often protect the executives and their decisions. I've been told of HR reps witnessing the inexcusable leadership behavior in the examples I shared. They looked the other way. They covered it up. So, you should assume that you will be on your own or 
you should at least anticipate there will be times you're on your own. No matter what your situation is, it's wise to take control and become empowered. Take care of yourself and own your career. I don't know how many times I have to tell people to do this. It's like own your career. No one will ever care as much about your professional future as you do. Eliminate your vulnerabilities before disaster strikes. Make yourself invincible so you can weather any storm. Bounce back from adversity and always move on to bigger and better things. That's the secret. When you're invincible, no matter what happens, no matter how much it feels like a setback, maybe you're unhappy about the experience, in the end, you will find that you move on to something even better. And I'm here to help you with that journey. That's the point of this book. I don't work for your employer. I don't work for any employer. I run my own business. Therefore, I don't need to pull any punches. I don't need to speak from a corporate script. I don't need to cover my executive ass. I'll share what I've learned from my decades of experience in the corporate world as a leader, a manager, and now as a leadership and career coach. I've helped my clients navigate this crazy, chaotic world and become more invincible in their work and their life. It's hard to tear those apart. And that's true more than ever. Our work and our life are intertwined. Many of us are working from home now. Our life is our work and our work is our life. And even when it isn't, even when you have a separate place to work, you can't tell me that how you feel at work doesn't affect your life and vice versa. We've all had bad days at work and we come home and we're miserable. We've all had a bad morning at home and we go to work and we're grumpy. It happens. But I want to help you change that. And the book that I'm going to be sharing with you will help you become more powerful too. Reclaiming Your Power, Freedom, and Future, which is my working title, is for you if one or more of the following statements is true. You're starting to feel sad every Sunday evening. You know that feeling you get? (laughs) You're starting to dread going to work every Monday morning. I was there. I remember those days. Maybe you're tired of kissing a narcissistic boss's butt every day. I've had a few of those. Maybe you're really tired of unpleasant coworkers who are making you miserable every week. It can happen. Or you've been in a toxic work environment that is damaging your well-being, your health, your emotional well-being, your mental health. But you feel trapped. 
you feel trapped in your job and you don't know what to do. Or maybe you worry that you're one layoff away from not being able to cover your rent or your mortgage. Or maybe you have a few months, but you got to scramble and take any old job just to get another paycheck coming in. Maybe you can feel that the best years of your life are slipping away. Or you're putting off your happiness until some magical future date after retirement. Uh, we've all we've all had that thought, or at least most of us have. So I want to touch on that last point for a bit. In the past two years, I would say, I've seen what happens when people let work come between them and living the life they want. I've watched friends and some acquaintances put work first, delay their dreams, and wait for their retirement to some sunny beach in a warm location. Florida, Hawaii, what's your choice? I mean, that's what our educational system teaches us, right? That's what the corporate world trains us to expect. Work hard, put money into retirement, and enjoy life later. But what actually happened to my friends, it breaks my heart. One was planning to travel the world with their spouse after retirement. So they started making travel plans, finally did leave their job, and they died two months after their retirement date. I mean, can you believe that? Retired and they died two months later. And now their spouse has put all of those dreams aside. I had a friend who had a few years of work left, but never got that chance to retire. Sadly, they they died of COVID. Um, Yeah, we lost a, a dear friend and their partner and their children lost a loving spouse and their parent. Another friend was, I guess I would call it semi-retired, but just couldn't resist going back into the working world for another swing at success. Finally, they retired again, and we were talking about that. And they were just beginning to enjoy the fruits of their decades of successful labor, but suddenly passed away one morning. Now those plans of a future with their family, they've vanished. I had my own health scare several years ago. It's been a while, and I'm fine now. But that was, that was a wake-up call. <laughs> that really was. It kind of hit me one day during a commute. 
I just, I could no longer tolerate spending two to four hours a day in my commute on California freeways. And if you haven't driven freeways in California, like in the Bay Area or LA, boy, oh boy, is that a torture. It's a unique torture being stuck in your car for hours. I just couldn't do that anymore, knowing that my life might end before I even got a chance to live it the way that I'd always dreamed. So I left the corporate world about 12 years ago and I never returned. I continued building my own invincible career, creating a business I love, and I love this business, and moved away from the crowded Bay Area in California to live a better life before it was too late. And I, I finally love where I live. It's not perfect, but is any place perfect? You know, we have our issues. <laughs> We've dealt with forest fires last year. We've had snowstorms. We've lost power for over a week and lost our internet. But I'll take that any day over sitting in traffic for something like 625 hours a year. I wish I was exaggerating, but that was horrible. It was horrible. But I'm finally doing the work I want to do and living where I want to live and spending more time with my family before it was too late. And therefore, my message to you is this. Don't wait too long. There are no guarantees in this world and your tomorrow is never certain. That should be more obvious now than ever before. You only get one life, so don't waste it on a job you dislike or maybe you even hate it. I've hated jobs before. Don't waste it working for a bad boss or spending the day with coworkers who drive you crazy. Don't spend your days doing things that don't fulfill you or let you explore your full potential. And I'm not saying the answer is to quit and never work and win the lottery. But is that the choice that you have? Is it I have to quit and never work again and (laughs) sit and watch Netflix all day or I have to work in a job that is killing me? It's not true. That's not the choice. It is possible to find a job with a company that you believe in, with a product or a service you believe in, where you feel respected, where you feel you are living up to your potential. You're doing the kind of work you're really good at doing and and you enjoy it. And it's not fun. Work isn't always fun. That's okay. You shouldn't hate it. And you shouldn't work with people or for a boss who tear you down, make you doubt your confidence, make you lose faith in yourself. Life's too short. And when you create an invincible career, I mean, you choose how you spend your days. You are deciding what job to take, what company to work for, what boss to work for. That's the whole point. You aren't taking a job because you're desperate. 
you get to choose where you work and how you spend your days. You decide with whom you're going to spend your time. You reclaim your power, your freedom, and your future. So I want to give you just a small taste of what's going to come this year in some of the chapters that I've been working on for the book. So I'm just going to read through some of these just to give you a sense, kind of an overview, and see if it's interesting for you. You should let me know what's missing. I'd love to hear from you. You can go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com and you can leave a comment on this post. Um, The title of this is my book, Reclaiming Your Power, Freedom, and Future. This is issue 345. And because you can't (laughs) leave a comment on the podcast, really. It's not easy. Depends on the, the app you're using, I guess. But go to the newsletter, go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com and I'll, I'll hear from you. So let me know what you think of these, what's missing, if something seems ridiculous. I don't care. I'd love to get your feedback. So first is like, what is an invincible career in life? What am I talking about? And then assessing your situation, risks, your vulnerabilities, and opportunities. Defining your vision of the future. And everyone should be allowed to have a vision for their future and pursue it. Identifying blocks and barriers. What is standing between you and this vision? Embracing the best you. It's okay to be unique. It's actually really important to be unique and to be yourself. Identifying your Audacious goals, you know, the BHAG, big, hairy, audacious goals. Creating your winning strategies. So having a strategy is going to help you succeed at accomplishing those goals. Building your achievable plan. So something very realistic. And I'm talking about that with my premium subscribers this month. It's all about goals and plans and building a roadmap that you can actually succeed at doing. Living and working intentionally. Super important. Investing in yourself. Oh man, it's so important to invest in yourself. It's the best thing that you could do. Boosting your confidence. I'm starting to believe that almost more than anything else, It's confidence and and grit, determination that helps some people succeed while others fail. Building your brand. And I'm not talking about the shallow influencer on social media brand. I'm talking about your professional reputation. Creating a powerful network. I talk about this all the time. It is how I got every amazing job I ever had. Showcasing your expertise. People have to know that you exist and that you're good at what you do. And similarly, generating greater awareness. Do people know that you exist? Do they see something from you every day, every week? 
building what I call your content factory. And there is an easier way to do this. It's pretty effective. And it gets your thoughts and your vision out into the world. And when you do this, you'll grow your audience. So I do have a chapter on growing your audience, your followers, your readers, whatever it is. Finding your tribe. I've talked a lot about this. Either you find a community that can support you or you create your own. Nurturing your inner circle. So this is your small number of, I don't know, call them colleagues, peers, advisors, people that challenge you and help you become better and better at what you do. Selling the product of you. Everybody is a salesperson, whether they know it or not, and they should be. And then a little bit about interviews. So I know many of you are employees, want to remain employees. You don't necessarily want to have your own business, but interviewing as an equal and not putting up with some of the BS that happens in job interviews. Maximizing your earning potential. So your lifetime earning potential, how can you make the most money possible with the least amount of your time? So huge ROI. And I have a lot in there about how to make more money, how to negotiate, how to create passive income, things like that. Tracking your progress. That which is measured can turn into success later. I don't remember the exact quote, but yeah, you have to track your progress. You got to look at how things are going rather than just hoping it's going to end up in a good place. Practicing gratitude. I've talked about this before. I think it's important in your journey to be grateful for what you've achieved, how far you've come, and the people who are helping you. Believing in yourself. There are going to come times that it's hard, you get discouraged, you begin to doubt yourself, and you, you can't let that happen. Maintaining momentum. That's an important one. A lot of people come out of the gates fast and furious, especially this time of the year. New Year's resolutions. Hey, hey I'm working out. I'm eating better. I'm working on my book. I'm going to get promoted this year. I'm going to find a better job. And then they just get tired. They start sprinting, forgetting that it's a marathon. So you have to maintain your momentum, being consistent, creating daily habits. And then finally, I want to talk about what it means to live this new life. When you've redefined who you are, you create an invincible career, you create an invincible life, what is that like? And how can you get the most out of it? So I just want to say thank you as a listener for joining me on this journey. Um, I'm excited to share more of my book with you this year. Um, you can subscribe to the newsletter if you go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com. If you want to read the draft chapters as I complete them, you know, I often have links to additional information, resources, research, things like that. Um, but I will be sharing them here on the podcast as well. You know, as I mentioned in an earlier episode, this weekly process, and it won't be every week, I'll still have interviews with people. I have an interview with a surgeon coming up, getting out of the, the tech bubble. 
Um, but this process is my forcing function. It's going to help me meet my goals this year and finally get this book out, get it published. So I hope you'll experiment with this uh, productivity strategy too. Try this in 2022. I'd love to hear more about your goals and the progress you're making. And uh, yeah, anything I can do to help hold you accountable. Good luck. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you would like to follow upcoming releases of the show, please subscribe. And as always, I appreciate your ratings and reviews. Thank you. If you would like to learn more about Invincible Career and the podcast, you can visit InvincibleCareer.com. Until next time, I wish you the best of luck in becoming an opportunity magnet for the best things in life.